0: What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour, and it's time for the Ultimate Breakdown. Welcome back, everyone, to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Um, (laughs) As you can see, I have decided to do some rebranding. What was formerly known as After Hour Tea will now be called Ultimate Breakdown because... I have decided to slowly bring back little sprinkles of episode reactions with you guys. Just with all the new things that have been coming out. Um, A prime example is Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. There's so much to unpack there. But I decided to kind of rebrand a little bit and change up the podcast just a little bit. Um, So bear with me. And I know you guys will love to hear my take on everything. Because there's just been so much that has gone on over these last couple weeks in our housewives world and um i should also mention if um you didn't hear in my last episode that i do have an instagram now for the podcast it's at housewives happy hour um you can go there i will post pretty much everything you need to know about um real housewives maybe some below deck because i will have some special news to share with you guys pretty soon um I, what else was I going to say about the Instagram? Oh, I just wanted to tell you guys that I will be posting updates on there pretty much. I would say I've been doing about three to four posts a day, as well as I've continued with the um, story posts if you followed my personal Instagram. So head on over to Instagram and follow Housewives Happy Hour so you can stay up to date on everything um, and just, you know, follow along on this bravo journey with me as I become the next Andy Cohen. Just kidding. I do not want to take Andy Cohen's place, but I can sit and you know, watch from the sidelines and give you guys my hot take on everything because I've seen every single season of every Real Housewives franchise ever that has aired and I'm very proud of it. So without further ado, let's get into what was formerly known as After Hour T. Let's get into the Ultimate Breakdown. So I'm going to start with Atlanta. Um, I have a recent interview that Kenya did with Page Six regarding Nini Um, and a couple weeks ago or can't remember if it was a couple weeks ago or whatever, but I had mentioned that Nini had shown interest um, on the reel uh, about returning to Atlanta, which I have given you guys my take on, but I will say it again. I actually feel like that is a great idea. I feel like Atlanta is not Atlanta without Nini. Um There would be some repairing that would need to happen, but um, I think it would be a smart move for Bravo to bring her back, only because the ratings were a little low last season. Um, with the anticlimactic um, stripper Bolo incident. Anyways, moving on from that, the interview uh, was with Page Six, where Kenya said, I do think that she has a very interesting story to tell now, especially with the unfortunate passing of her husband, who we know, Greg Leakes. If it were up to her fans, they would say absolutely yes, bring her back. She was a viable cast member for many, many years. She's one of the OGs, and you can't take that away from the franchise. Um, she did say that I think that we're in a decent place. I did go to Greg's repast, and I did think that we had gotten to a place where we felt better about each other and the relationship. I don't know if that is Nini's decision at this point. I think it's really kind of up to the network. But I don't think she's referencing me when she's talking about unfinished business because we're in a good place. Um, as far as season 14 of Atlanta, Kenya opened up about newbie and former Olympian Sonia Richards-Ross. She also teased a few more newbies that could be added into the mix as filming moves forward. She said the dynamics have changed because personalities change ladies change the season changes from year to year. We have a new housewife. The other ladies are definitely interesting. They're bringing something different this season and I think that's what the viewers really wanted is to see something different from Atlanta and I think they're going to get it. I'm excited about the new potential of this cast. Um I'm excited to see what direction Atlanta heads in. Um, it's kind of felt off for a couple of seasons now. I don't feel like it. Atl- I feel like Atlanta had its peak um, and I don't know. I don't know if getting rid of Nini was probably the best decision for them, but I am open to watching and seeing what goes on. But I just hope that this franchise doesn't, um, come out like new york did because that would just be bad for the network with all the great success of new jersey beverly hills now orange county salt lake city i would just hate to see atlanta go under just because um new york also has kind of gone downhill so actually to finish off with atlanta and also wrap up with the uh same page six interview that kenya did um kenya was in the thick of her divorce from her now ex-husband mark daly when filming season one of real housewives ultimate girls trip in april during episode three which aired um or it streamed um this week kenya became emotional about her split um, but now months later she's opening up saying she's thriving and is enjoying being single from the Page Six article, it says, What's liberating is to be able to live through it and come out better for it. I'm excited for this new chapter and this new life. I felt I felt lost in my marriage. I lost myself, I lost my voice, and I lost a lot of my confidence and self-esteem because of everything that was happening with the relationship. So she officially filed for divorce in August, but her marriage to Mark was over long before she put in the paperwork to dissolve their union. Um, the turning point for Kenya was realizing that she and her daughter deserved better. She went on to explain the light at the end of the tunnel was feeling that I'll be OK, that I was over being in a toxic relationship and realizing that the choices I was making were not right for my daughter because her mommy has to be happy first and then she will be happy. So to stay in a relationship that's not good does not mean that it's best for the children. It's not. Um, she said she made multiple attempts to make her marriage work, even a reconciling after a prior split. They split for good in January of 2021. She said, I was very patient, and again, I made decisions that I wouldn't necessarily make today to keep the relationship there. Um, she did go on to explain that we will be seeing the happy divorce-free Kenya on season 14 of Atlanta, and saying she's living her best life. She said, I'm someone that's starting my path over and just doing things the way I want to do them, living life with reckless abandon. I'm just getting back into it, honey. I'm getting my groove back. I'm the Kenya that came in season five, but now it's 10 years later and my life has changed so much and now you're getting a brand new Kenya. I'm having so much fun. I've always been a Team Kenya fan and I know people are like just getting on the bandwagon because of all the stuff going on on Ultimate Girls Trip and I just have to say, I have been a fan since day one of Kenya. I have always thought that she's brought so much to the franchise. Definitely a game changer um, and for Atlanta. I think she, you know, stepped in and just, you know, claimed her spot on that show and really just no holds barred. Has always been unauthentically, um, uh, or not unauthentically, authentically who she is and um, she's always been short of herself, which is, I think, a great trait to have when you're going to be a housewife. With that being said, I think she is killing it on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. For not being an OOG, like a you know an original original, I think that she is doing a great job. And she's not coming off too cocky, but she's also, you know, she's letting people see a different side of her. Now, I don't know if maybe we're just seeing this because she's um, kind of settling in after her divorce, but I don't know. I feel like we're seeing a really great side of Kenya, and I'm, I'm glad that people who were not fans of her before, are now liking her because I think that she deserves, you know, to be happy and um, and I think she's going to be great on the show. I do think that she was a little bit different on Ultimate Girls Trip than she normally is on Atlanta, but that could just be because it's a different group, different women, and she's trying to kind of go in with an open mind. Um, but yes, I've always been a fan of Kenya. I'm glad that people are now starting to like her because I've always liked her and I think that she's really great. All right, guys, so we are moving over to Beverly Hills. Um, Breakout star Miss Kathy Hilton from season 11 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills might not be back for season 12. Now, I've posted several things on my Instagram, and obviously everybody wants Kathy back, but I'm going to break this down for you guys. A new report from TMZ reveals that Kathy Hilton has not signed on as a friend of for season 12. According to sources, Kathy wants Bravo to cough up some cash for her to sign on for another season. She still hasn't signed the contract Bravo presented her because she feels the network made her a low-ball offer. Production for season 12 has been ongoing for several weeks without the fan favorite. Um, Kyle says that the only reason Kathy hasn't been filming Beverly Hills is that she's been helping her daughter Paris plan her recent wedding. Yet sources insist that Kathy hasn't been filming because of the money. Uh, Meanwhile, Kathy replied to a fan who commented on um, an Instagram page called All About The Real Housewives Um, on an Instagram post above the story, um, the fan noted that since Kathy's so wealthy, she should donate her salary to a good cause, um, and Bravo should pay because they do make good money off of them. Kathy replied, um, I brought up a fundraiser on the reunion. It was edited out. Um, which is very interesting to say. Um, the, basically what the, what the fan had tweeted was, since she's beyond wealthy, I'd really like to see her donate to a good cause, not Erica's defense fund. Bravo should pay because they do make good money off them, but these gals really should give most of it to charity, really. It'd be damn good PR, ladies. And Kathy said, I brought up a fundraiser on the reunion and it was edited out. Um, So now, I, when I saw that, it started to... Sorry, that's my dog and her toy. When I saw that, it started to kind of get me in a place where I was like, okay, I really think that Kathy is just too busy, uh, which very could, could be... I mean, very much so could be the case, basically, because... Um, who knows what this lady's doing? I mean, she's probably doing a lot with Paris, and so, um, I don't really know that much about her outside of Beverly Hills, so, um, I gotta, I mean, I follow her on social media, but she's always posting, like, partnerships with Amazon, so I don't really know, but, um, if you do follow me, by the way, on my new Housewives Happy Hour Instagram page, Kathy commented on both of my memes that I made of her, so, shout out to Kathy, because we love her, and, Thank you for, um, I know she's never going to listen to this, but shout out to Kathy for making my day and (laughs) liking and commenting on both of my memes of her. Amazing. Um, Do I really want Kathy back? Yes, of course I want Kathy back. And I think we all want Kathy back. Um, It's not looking too good at the moment though, because there are several weeks into filming Beverly Hills usually films for about four to five months And we're already on the second month, so um, it's not looking too good for her for this season. But hopefully we can see her soon. I mean, she kept saying she was going to wait and see how things went. Obviously, she's a fan favorite now, so um, it would really suck if she didn't come back. But I guess we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that she makes that decision. So you're probably wondering, AJ, that doesn't really tell us if she's coming back or not. But um, I do have... um, uh, Uh, Like a snippet of some tea from Entertainment Tonight where Kathy kind of addressed the rumors that she won't be returning. What she had to say is, you know, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I could be skiing off Mount Everest. I don't know right now. I'm just concentrating on the wedding. Um, she said just to clear it up, I'm not going on the honeymoon. We are taking a family trip for a week and then they go off on their honeymoon. She laughingly clarified. Um, It was last week, though, the the report surfaced that Kathy hadn't yet signed on as a friend of. Um, I have told you guys that TMZ sources claim that she's holding out for more money. Um, Kathy's sister, um, Kim, uh, or no, I'm sorry. It's actually Kyle. Um, Kyle insists that the only reason Kathy hasn't been filming is that she's been very busy helping Paris plan her wedding. She said uh, to a videographer, "Where, where do you think she is? She's getting ready for Paris's wedding. Not today. Paris is getting married today. Um, while it's uncertain if Kathy will be returning to the Bravo show, it seems that her daughters Paris and Nikki have finally accepted her being on the show, even if they don't want to admit it. Um, in June, Kathy revealed to E.T. that her daughters have finally gotten over their initial concerns about joining the world of reality TV. She said, I know that I'm not going to go and be cursing and starting fights with people. I didn't understand why they would be so concerned. I don't know if Paris has seen the show because she's been traveling, but she did send me some memes. They're very much proud. And when they make the decision, especially Nikki, she's not going to. She's too proud to say, oh, it's so fabulous and whatever. And like that she was wrong. Um. But yes, I will double down and say that I am optimistically looking forward to potentially seeing a Kathy appearance maybe as a guest later on in the season but it looks like she won't be as involved as she was last season. Moving on from that, I saw a recent video of uh, Erica, it's a press video from TMZ where she is um reveals that she will never remarry amid her divorce from uh Tom. She said, "No, I will not never." Um, when it comes to dating, Erica also noted that she probably would never date a lawyer like Tom again. She said, that's a good question. Probably not. But then again, I'll probably, I mean, I don't know. I may need free legal. Who knows? (laughs) Um, she previously admitted that she's looking to date a wealthy man. She told TMZ last month, I think every girl, you know, likes a guy with money. Um, (laughs) that's the update on her. Um, there's a lot of updates going on with the lawsuit, but it's honestly so repetitive at this point that it's... Kind of crazy that we're still talking about it and that it's still making headlines, but um, I will keep you guys updated with any crazy new information, but everything is pretty much the same. And moving on from that, I have a recent interview that Sutton did with Entertainment Tonight where she talks about her friendship with Erica and how it hit a rocky patch during season 11. By the time season 11 reunion rolled around, it seemed as if the future of their friendship was uh, pretty much dead. Um, The two went head-to-head at the reunion. They found themselves at a stalemate over their issues, which revolved around Sutton questioning Erica's knowledge and involvement in her divorce with Tom and their alleged crimes. Erica took major issue with Sutton worrying about damaging her reputation by being friends with Erica. So uh, where do Erica and Sutton stand after the reunion? Sutton spoke with Entertainment Tonight, and she said, Well, I mean, we're in the same room together, so I think that's positive. She said, you know, look, Erica and I are on a little bit of a different spectrum, and hopefully we're going to try to gently move to a central place so that we can, I don't know. I mean, I'm always helpful. Um, Or I'm sorry, not helpful, hopeful. Beyond the drama in Erica's life, Sutton and the Beverly Hills cast are focused on their co-star Dorit, who continues to deal with the aftermath of a terrifying home invasion robbery. She said, honestly, I saw the footage yesterday and it was terrifying. I don't think any of us want to see anyone ever injured or hurt, especially around family and just kind of want them to feel safe again. Being around her, you can see it in her eyes. She was very distraught and it's, it's hard. It's just hard thing for all of us. I said, how can you still get through this? And she said, I have to as a mother. And that's when I totally understood because as a mother, you have to put your strong face on and I got it. I'm hopeful that Erica and Sutton could, can, pull this out because they're both really they're they were they both have really big hearts. I think they're just um Erica's not the best communicator and I know that Erica's going through a lot, so we got to kind of give her a break. But um Sutton could choose her words a little bit more wisely and I think that um yeah, I don't think that she should not speak her mind though, cuz I want to be clear about that because I feel like Beverly Hills women tend to not speak their mind unless your name is Lisa Rena. Um, or sudden. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that I think that there is hope. So I guess we'll have to see if somehow this gets patched up during season 12 to close off with Beverly Hills. I wanted to talk briefly about Erica and Tom's former Pasadena mansion, um, and just a little quick, you know, background tea about all of that. So Erica and Tom, um, Basically, that well, they had list- listed the home in. They initially listed the home in May for thirteen million dollars. Um, then in July, the price was reduced to nine point nine eight, and then back in September, the sale price was lowered to eight point nine in hopes of finally offloading the home. Now, months later, the sale price of the mansion has been slashed yet again. Um, the Pasadena mansion, which has been. The Beverly Hills couple's home for the past 22 years is now listed at $8.2 million, which is a 37% drop from the initial asking price. According to the New York Post, this new sale price may still be too steep for the area. Realtor.com reports that similar homes in Pasadena are only selling for $656 per square foot. Tom and Erica's home is currently priced at $866 per square foot. So it is um, about uh, $300 or I'm sorry, $200 more. Um, the Pasadena mansion was put on the market amid Erica and Tom's ongoing divorce and legal issues. The funds from the sale will go to pay Tom's creditors and victims amid his bankruptcy case. The property is currently listed for $4 million less than the original asking price. The home sits on a 1.72 acre lot and was built in 1928. Tom initially purchased the home, um, in 1980 for $1.3 million, 20 years before he married Erica. Um, the Bravo, um, I'm sorry, um, Erica's former home features four bedrooms, nine bathrooms, and five fireplaces. On top of that, the home offers a library, a pool, a small chapel, and a walk-in vanity room with balcony access. Quite the mansion. Um... They should reach out to some of those crews over at Selling Sunset and see if they could um, <laughs> see if they can sell it on the show or something. That would be really interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not a realtor, but I would have to guess that if they're trying to sell it for 13 million and the average homes in that area are less than that, then they're probably not going to get 13 million for it. Um, probably stupid of them to put that much money into you know, a house that's probably going to lose its value. I don't know if they're trying to make a profit on it or, I mean, they're definitely trying to get as much profit as they can out of it, but I I just don't, I don't know why they're having a problem selling it. Maybe it's just, it's, I guess it's just way too high. That's all I have for Beverly Hills. But before I move over to Ultimate Girls Trip, I just want to say that this episode of Housewives Happy Hour with AJ is dedicated to uh, Lois Renna, who unfortunately passed away this past week, uh, Lisa Renna's mom. Um, we are praying for Rena and her family, and, um, I hope that they, um, you know, get the privacy they need during this really, you know, tough time for them. Um, uh, Beverly Hills ladies are on a cast trip right now, and I kind of hope that Rena is not on the trip, only because I want her to kind of, you know, take the time and process her mom's passing, but, um, yes, we wish her all the best, and we are so sorry for her loss, Lois will definitely be missed. She was a wonderful, wonderful joy to have on Beverly Hills when we had her. There has been a lot of stuff going on with Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. There has been inner city feuds um, or same city feuds. There has been cross city feuds like Kenya and Ramona fighting. Um, Kyle and Cynthia kind of getting into a little disagreement. Um... But I do want to talk about um, Teresa and Melissa's nearly decade-old feud that um, came to an ugly head on Ultimate Girls Trip. So during episode three, um, Teresa and Melissa rehashed their conflicting stories on how Melissa joined the Real Housewives of New Jersey during season three of the franchise. I want to mention, by the way, if you guys have not watched it, um, there's really nothing that I'm spoiling, so you guys can just continue listening. I would tell you if there's a major spoiler. But the episodes have been out for um half of the week now so i'm giving you guys ample time you know you have to watch it the day it comes out like me because i'm a freak but um (laughs) just kidding um yeah nothing's really a spoiler but i do want to talk about this only because um this is just such a like huge feud and i kind of want to give you guys my opinion on it um so um teresa said andy called me and said your sister-in-law won't stop dming me she wants to get on the show um, however, Melissa remembers it differently. She said, I never DM'd him. Um, that's what I'm telling you. Melissa explains that producers reached out to her on social media and expressed interest in her becoming a housewife. She said, they inboxed me. They still reach out to all my friends now, still looking for new housewives. Um, Teresa noted that her main issue was hearing about Melissa's casting from Andy and not her sister-in-law. She, um, Melissa said, you and I were not friends at all. We weren't speaking um and teresa said to tell you the truth i can't remember why we weren't talking unless they were just mad that i wasn't putting them on the show um to which melissa replied we did not want to be on the show that way I was like, I don't want to fight with my family. To me, every family's everything. Look what happened. And that, Teresa was basically referring to the Christening, which was the first episode of season three. An epic episode. If you have not watched that episode, you seriously need to stop what you're doing, go back to season three, and watch that fucking episode. Because it is, it is literally incredible. When I talk, when I... I mean, it literally gives me chills. Like, I'm, I'm talking about it, and I got chills. Because it's literally one of the greatest housewives episodes in my opinion it's a premiere episode and there's a brawl there's fights you don't even know who's fighting with who you got no idea what's going on they even they, they talk about it still to this day it's crazy new jersey has some really iconic moments so if you have not seen the earlier seasons i highly recommend if you have nothing else to watch go back and watch that because prime prime seasons anyways um melissa said when they called to interview me bravo then told you that i didn't know if um I didn't know if we were going to do it or not. Of course we interviewed for the show. And of course they wanted us. It's a family show. Caroline was on the show. Dina was on the show. They want sister-in-laws. That's what they want. Um, And then Melissa added that they'll never agree on it. And she said she has her story. I have my story. She's never going to admit it. Um, I did think it was funny, though, because this is just showing the new side of Teresa. I mean, obviously she was fighting with Melissa, but... She, you know, Melissa later on, I think it was like a couple minutes later, she went up to Teresa and was like, hey, are we good? And Teresa was just like, yeah, we're good. Like, we're never going to agree on it. So we're just going to move on from it. I like how Teresa has that mentality now because, honestly, it makes her a better person. She can hash it out. She can fight with somebody. But at the end of the day, she realizes, look, this is my sister-in-law. I just got to move on. That's what we want. We don't want to see Melissa and Teresa fighting anymore. Sure, it's kind of entertaining for a couple minutes. And then we're like, okay, this is annoying. It's bringing up... All this PTSD from these previous seasons, and we're just over with it. I was over with the Teresa-Melissa feud when both of the Joes fought. That was just crazy. Again, go back, watch the earlier seasons. It's incredible. Um, I do want to give you guys my take on this, um, because I don't know if I've ever shared my opinion on this. However i um knowing all the information that I know and knowing the story, I just have to say that Melissa's story didn't really make that much sense when were when I was watching the ultimate girl strip um I don't really feel like Teresa's a liar. I mean, I don't feel like Melissa's a liar either, but um, I have heard things about melissa and and Joe, and um so it's kind of hard for me to take the things that I've heard out of my brain in order to believe 100% that Melissa is, you know, like a thousand percent truthful in her side of the story. To be honest, I really believe Teresa only because she was on the show since season one. She has a great relationship with Andy. I don't see why she would make up a lie saying that, um, you know, Andy told Teresa, hey, your sister-in-law keeps DMing me. I don't see why she would make that up um i mean honestly she could have but it's like at the end of the day why would she make that up um you know she should just move on from it at this point but the fact that she's so adamant about it kind of makes me think that it really did happen and um the way that melissa and joe came on the show back in season three was a little weird um joe came in really hot really bothered it's like why even invite Teresa to the baby uh, christening if you didn't even want her there in the first place um Clearly she was trying to, you know, mend fences with them, but they were just not having it during that set. I just have to say, the whole thing is so weird to me how, you know, they're showing it on camera and I don't even really feel like Melissa uh, explained it too much. I mean, she just said like, you know, oh, they reached out to me and of course, you know, like they wanted me because, you know, they want families, but I don't know. It just seems really weird. I feel like they almost did it because they knew that... um and I'm not saying this is there's, like, anything wrong with this. But I'm just saying it seems like they kind of wanted to go on the show in because they knew that this feud with Teresa was really going to um, catapult and just, you know, make for great TV. So, um, I, yeah, it, like, you know, in summary, I just want to say I'm most likely I'm leaning towards Teresa's side only because it just doesn't make sense to me why this like, why Teresa would lie about this. I've never really seen Teresa lie. Um, and, I mean, don't hold me to the cross, but um, I can't remember a time off the head where my where Teresa has lied. Um, I mean, someone's probably going to come after me for this, but I just can't remember one right now. Um, I, I can think of a couple instances where Melissa has lied, um, but, I mean, it's just not worth going over. So, that is my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. All right, so I'm going to close off today with Salt Lake City. I'm going to recap this last week's episode because there was a lot of shit that happened over the course of two weeks. Things have escalated, um, clearly. On last week's episode, um, the ladies were headed to a trip when Miss Jen Shaw's legal trouble got in the way and many wondered if someone had turned her in. Um, the ladies were all wondering how the police even knew where to find Jen because it's obvious um, but but it's obvious that producers would easily be open and honest to tell them since they're filming for her for a reality TV show. Um, I think that people are making things messy by trying to insinuate it's someone from the cast. I don't think it was anybody from the cast. And I thought it was kind of weird that they showed that clip of um, Lisa saying there was only seven of us out of production or something like that that knew who was going to be there. I mean, obviously, if they've been looking for her, you know, they're going to find her. They're probably tracking her phone. Um, they're filming a reality TV show in Salt Lake city. I don't think there's any other shows that film in Salt Lake city. Clearly they're going to know where she is. Um, at one point, Lisa even questions if Whitney knew anything about what was going on with Jen. And then Heather questions whether Lisa knew anything. Um, as the ladies were on the road, uh, Whitney finds an article about Jen along with her assistant Stuart were both arrested for their alleged involvement in a nationwide telemarketing fraud scheme. The ladies then decide to call Meredith, who was waiting for them, in Vail. Meredith is not surprised at anything that they're saying. She said, too many things didn't add up and I've suspected that something was going on for a while. And now it's validated that I was crazy that I was right and I'm not crazy. That's the bottom line. With Meredith acting not surprised, Lisa wondered if she knew something. um, If she knew something and she told the ladies, I don't know if Meredith knows something. We don't know, but I'm surprised she's completely almost unfazed by all of this. You would think um, there'd be a bigger reaction to what just went down. I want to mention um, that... Lisa had said this to the ladies after the fact she had whispered in her, um, which was caught on camera, she whispered to her husband that Meredith might note something. I don't know why. um, That's really, really strange. So I kind of hope that that gets brought up at the reunion because I definitely have some unanswered questions about that. Um, The ladies arrive and later on in the episode have dinner together when Whitney says that someone sent her a message saying that Jen had a tracker on her and that's how she was found. Uh, Mary reveals she did feel betrayed by this whole thing and um, yeah <laughs> Mary- Mary's gonna be in deep shit later on in the season too so um, Meredith basically admits she is not surprised because Jen was involved in a retail theft case saying in late September I was with my entire family we were all in New York And I have like eight missed calls from Jen. I was at dinner and I called her back and she's like, oh, we're good. I was trying to get into your store. It was closed. I was banging on the door, but your manager reopened for me. Great. So she left. My manager called me and I'm like, oh, great. What did she buy? Meredith says her manager did say she spent a few hundred dollars, but noted that a clutch was missing after she and her associates were left revealing um, my manager told me there is a green, green clutch that I know was here. Her friends were holding it and it is gone. So I said to my manager, send her a text and just gently say, did you borrow it? Um, Mary, uh, Mary then says her manager's phone rang. And on the other end of one of the associates said, would you bring it back tomorrow? Meredith added in her confessional, Jen did not walk out with a bag, but what really didn't sit well with me is she kept someone who she knew did take something out of my store in her employment. That is not my friend. Meredith also revealed that Jen was red flagged in the Louis Vuitton store because she allegedly pays in cash when she shops there. Heather says nothing is consistent with Jen and Lisa ends up in tears and all the emotions are high. Crazy episode. Um, I do want to mention that Jen Shaw did post something on her Instagram um, this week that was a Des Moines. If you guys know Des Moines, I don't know. They're known for just leaking a bunch of random ass shit. So... Uh, someone had submitted saying that the whole red flag at Louis Vuitton thing was a complete bold lie. Don't really know if I believe that, but that's out there and they said that. Um, so anyways, that's the recap, which is a lot. I mean, a lot to unpack. <laughs> so Jen Shaw's assistant Marillo Bueno denies accusations that he stole the green clutch from Meredith's boutique on, um... Uh, Instagram. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to find the post here. Um, let's find it. So, after the Sunday's episode aired, Merlot went on social media and denied the accusations, even though Meredith never named him directly. So Jen's assistant basically outed himself as the culprit. Um, he said, I have always been respectful and careful with my actions and would never jeopardize my well-being by stealing anything. I know my truth and my character, but I couldn't let the lies go I uh, couldn't let the lies go past and not address it. Uh, this woman is trying to reach from all sides like her life depends on it for a TV show while having skeletons in her closet. Deflect the attention elsewhere so no one sees the reality of their own lives. I would never steal anything in my life for myself or for anyone. I was raised to be honest, humble, hardworking, and to love and respect the people that love me back. I would never disrespect Jen by stealing from one of her friends. She was there to support her store. Why would I want to steal anything? Um, he also said, PS, I will address the issue presented to y'all on the, on the after show next. Um, Jen also denied the claims her assistant stole from Meredith. Um, she said during the Salt Lake City after show on Sunday, if that's the truth, bitch, call the police, call 911. If someone stole from you, call 911. Or if you think it's someone on my team, why wouldn't you call me? Um, because it's bullshit. We literally were in there to support your little 200 square foot swap meet. Um I don't know who's telling the truth and who's not in the situation. Meredith is my queen. I want to support her. Um I'm going to wait till this plays out a little bit. Um uh, maybe I can give you guys my full opinion on it during the um during well throughout the rest of the season. I don't know if we're going to talk about this, but definitely at the reunion. By the reunion, I will give you guys my true and honest opinion on the situation. But what do you guys think? <laughs> Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the Ultimate Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it. Here is your Flash filming update. Atlanta is currently still filming. Beverly Hills is currently still filming. Um, Real Housewives of Miami. will We will be getting a trailer um, sometime in December, I've, I keep hearing. Or I'm sorry, we will be getting a trailer hopefully by the end of this month because we will be airing in December. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed. New Jersey will not be airing until February of 2022. New York will not be returning until 2023. Um, That's what Andy had said on a recent appearance on Wendy Williams. Um, Don't know if that's true or not, but if Andy said it, it's most likely true. So I will keep you guys updated if I know anything else. Sad, sad news for New York. Um, Real Housewives of Orange County is premiering on December 1st. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac is still airing. We still have two more weeks of the reunion. And Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is airing on Sunday still. Um, and it is livelier than ever. Um, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. The first four episodes are out on Peacock. If you do not have Peacock, it is free. I highly recommend you get it because there's a bunch of shit on there. Um, the first three episodes were uh, released on Tuesday as a surprise. And the fourth episode was released this morning. Um, or I'm sorry, a couple days ago. I can't remember. But the first four episodes are out. There is a total of six episodes. Um, and I don't know yet if there is a reunion, but I'm pretty sure there's probably not going to be one. Um, so enjoy it while it lasts. Um, and with that said, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon.